Morning guys, welcome to Tuesday Mana. Um, today I have a tough question for you. My question is, where do you run when the craziness of life hits? When the hard thing hits? Maybe that's an overdue bill. Maybe that's the death of a loved one. Maybe that's just how crazy this world is getting. Where do you run? Because there's so many places we can run, and I want to look at several of those today. Um, while we pray, I want you to be honest with yourself. Think about those places that when you're scared, when you're nervous, when something happens that you aren't ready for, where do you go? Think about that in your head. Put that spot there so that if it's the wrong spot, we can fix it, right? And then the interesting thing is, Maybe it's a spot that we think is right, and it might not be. We'll look into that. So while we pray, be 100% honest with yourself. Where do you go? Where is your safe place? Where is your refuge? All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just come before you, and I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for these times, these mornings, that we can come to you. God, we can study your word. God, you can speak to us through it. You promise that your word never returns void. And God, I just pray that you would bless that. Bless this time. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, so I hope you're honest with yourself. Let's dive in. Today, I want to look at a very specific character in the Bible, and we've looked at him hundreds of times, but maybe not this part. So we're going to look at Psalm 18. Psalm 18 is written by David, right? And it says that it's to a chief musician, a Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord the words of this song, on the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and the hand of Saul. So David wrote this song. And you guys know that I love to go back to David because the Bible calls David a man after God's own heart, right? He was not perfect. We see that. Unfortunately, I think we see that too much. He did a lot of amazing things, but sometimes we focus on his sins. But we need to know that he was human. He was like us. And the cool thing with that is when we know he has a man after God's own heart, where he goes to, his refuge, his safe place, was to God and God's word. Um, and this is cool. So just a little background. It kind of gave it, right? On the day that, he that God delivered him from the hand of his enemies and Saul, it's actually pretty cool because I was looking up some commentaries on Psalm 18. And one of them said this. It says, the psalm is virtually the same as the psalm sung by David at the very end of his life, as recorded in 2 Samuel 22. It's likely that David composed this song as a younger man, yet in his old age could look back with great gratitude and sing this song again, looking at his whole life. So this song ties very much David's life, right? We see God delivering him from the hands of his enemies and from the hands of Saul, who was once the Lord's anointed. And David sings this. And we're only honestly going to get through the first three verses, and I'm not going to go through all of it. So if you guys have a chance, please dive into Psalm 18. Just to, The Psalms are an amazing part where human beings cry out in their hard times to a God who loves them. And this part's huge. So 
let's just read the first three verses and let's talk about them a little bit. And let's get back to where do you run when things get hard? When unexpected things happen, where do you run? Psalm 18, verse 1. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So I shall be saved from the enemies. There's so many amazing words, right? My fortress, my salvation, my deliverer, my rock, my stronghold. David uses those strong words, that strong language to convey who God is to him, right? When he is facing enemies, and this part feels to me like before, right? He's, he's going to run to God when these enemies come. And as you get later into the psalm, he talks about how God delivers him. But he runs to God when these enemies face him, when these real enemies come at him, come against God's anointed. David runs to God and calls God his fortress, his stronghold, his refuge, his safe place. David knew where to go. And he got into God's word. He prayed he sat with the Lord and the Lord delivered him from, I mean, how many enemies? Think about before Goliath, he had the bear and the lion that were in the field when he was out protecting the sheep. Then as king, his own son, his own blood came after him for the throne. And when those times got worse, when that battle was on, David went to the Lord. David found his strength, found his refuge in the Lord. There's so many times in the Psalms where we can see the psalmist, whether it's David, Asaph, one of the others, where they are running to God and they're crying out to him. They're being so real. God, why did this happen? Why is this hard time on me? I mean, as Christians, we know that God works all of this stuff to the good, but right now it doesn't feel good, God, right? And David is pleading his heart out to God, but he ran to the right place. He ran to the right refuge. He ran to the person who was molding and shaping him to be the best king he could be. Is that where we run? There's a multiple places to run in this, and they're not all bad. I mean, you could run to your wife, to your pastor, right? Those aren't bad things. God has blessed those things in your life. But first and foremost, we need to run to God. Those are good things. There's bad things. I mean, we all have that sin that lies in wait, right? For those situations like, hey, you're stressed. Why don't you go do this? Why don't you go drink? Why don't you go do that addiction that you're there? We all have those sins that hold on to us. They're like, hey, come to me. I will give you peace. Just like we looked at with wisdom, right? The woman of foolishness looks a lot like wisdom, but her path is death. It's the same here. Those things that sin, and it's different for each one of us. The levels of it and where we run is different, but that sin is waiting for us. It's praying us. It wants us to die with it, okay? It's not safe. It'll offer peace. It'll offer all of these things, but it can't fulfill it. The only thing it can fill is like the lady foolishness. It can only fulfill death for us, a spiritual death, which is way worse than anything that can happen to us on this earth. Because then we live oh, an eternity without God. 
So my challenge is that you guys run to God. Make him as David did, your fortress, your deliverer, your stronghold, salvation, strength, your rock, the shield and horn of your salvation. And in that challenge, there also comes a warning. Because as I was looking into this, I was looking for the places where God is our refuge. And it's it's another place that says it's, we're going to look at Proverbs 30 verses um, 5 and 6. It says, let's look at verse 5 first. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to him for protection. Every word of God proves true in our Bible. Every word, every promise that God has made proves true. Everything that God has stated in his word is proven true. Right? Every word. And he is a shield. He's a shield to those who come to him. So when we are, when our refuge is in God, he shields us. And there's comfort in the fact that knowing that when God shields us, anything that comes to us has gone through our shield. And God is using that thing to edify us, to change us, to become more like his son. There's comfort in that. God knows, hey, this is something that's going to be hard that by yourself you can't handle. But if I'm your refuge, this thing is small because God is bigger than our... our imagine, I heard it once... There's a, there's many pastors that have said it, right? Don't stop telling God how big your demons are and start telling your demons how big your God is, right? That goes for anything. Stop telling God how big this hard time is and start telling this hard time how big your God is. Because anything that gets through us goes through the shield of God and we know that with God we can handle it. There's so many things that people say, like God will never give us more than we can handle. That's not biblical. If he did, why, why would we need him? No, he gives us, he never gives us more than he can handle. And when we rely on him, when he is our refuge and strength, he will pull us through those times. Here's the warning in all that though. So we need to go to God. Every word of his, every word proves true. So when we run to God, we're running to his word because this is truth. This is our shield. Okay, in this day and age, there are people who are deconstructing from the faith, who are taking the things that they like from the Bible. I like this. God wouldn't do that. I don't like that. Where they're changing things. And here's the warning. In verse six, it says, do not add to his words. I think we could put remove to do not add to his words or he may, he may rebuke you and expose you as a liar. So when you run to God, you have to run to who God is of the Bible. We can't run to our God who we have put in a box, who we have said, this is our God. I'm not going to take these parts of him. I'm not going to do that. The God of the Bible is the one who protects us. That's where there's power. That's where our true refuge comes. And with him, we can go through anything in this life. So make sure you're running to the God of the Bible, the God who created everything we know that's in existence by speaking. Make sure you're in the word. I say this a lot, but we need to be people of his word. We have to know the Bible. Otherwise, we're not serving the right God, guys. We're serving a God of our own imagination, and that makes us no better than the pagans who would make a God of wood. Make sure you know who your God is by diving into the Bible, by going to church, by fellowshipping with the brethren, 
and us iron sharpen iron, man, we sharpen each other in this. We hold each other accountable. We're not in this alone. So as you're going through that hard time today, first run to God, run to the refuge that can protect you and love you through all of that and have your back. Then go to God's people, your brothers and sisters in Christ who are in this battle with you, who are fighting alongside of you. They love you. Go to them and just let them love on you. Let God minister to your heart. And guys, have an amazing week in God. Thank you.